0: let's begin hello listeners we drove all the way to toronto canada to talk about the relationship with elliot Katz. so elliot welcome to the relatable voice
1: great to be here lucia thank you for having me
0: my pleasure actually i love toronto were you born and raised there
1: no actually i'm from montreal which is uh... Another big city in Canada. Toronto is a nice, uh, lively city. A lot of different cultures here. Very nice. uh, And and we have the four seasons here. So now we're just getting into spring and it's getting warming up. So it's nice and looking forward to summer.
0: And tell us a little bit more about you.
1: Well, I've I've lived in Toronto for a long time. I've been a writer almost all the time I've been here. I worked, I I used to write speeches for politicians. That was uh, something very uh, exciting to see politicians delivering my speeches and being quoted in the newspaper. I got a big kick out of that. It was a lot of fun. And and I also enjoy, like I said, enjoy the outdoors. I do a lot of hiking and bicycling and and canoeing. You know, I like to go into the wilderness and paddle a canoe for a week. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now you are still working or you are retired?
1: I'm retired now. I'm retired to really work, to write on my own, to be able to spend you know full time writing on my own. It's, uh, it's really been a pleasure. I've, like I've written this book and I've been writing articles about it and it's been very rewarding to be able to reach out and influence people with the ideas in the book and make a difference in the people's lives, very rewarding.
0: Yeah. So you wrote a book called Being the Strong Man a Woman Once. And I see that this book is translated in 24
1: languages.
0: What is this
1: book about? Right. So, the book was my own journey. So I was married for ten years, then I got divorced, and like a lot of people, at first I blamed the other person. Then I came to the point of asking myself, what do I have to learn from all this? I don't want to go through this again, and that really set me out on a journey to learn. What does it mean to be man in a relationship with a with a woman? What wisdom? I mean, if men and women have been involved with each other for thousands of years, there must be some wisdom. That i could learn from so i really i started by talking to other men the more i men i talked to the more i realized a lot of us are confused
0: uh-huh.
1: and then i started reading books on relationships they really didn't say anything to me and one thing I, I realized was that you see today there's so many confusing messages about what it means to be a man that men are totally like confused we're not sure what should we be we you know we hear men be described as controlling, abusive. We hear about toxic masculinity. Uh-huh. Uh, and no, I, I, I'm not, that I don't want to be those things. I don't want to be toxic or abusive. I want to be a good husband, a good father. And and really all the men I know, they, we all want to be good men. We, we don't want to be toxic. So, but what happens is men have gone to the other extreme. We don't want to be accused of being controlling. So we think, well, we'll just do what other, our wives tell us to do. And then they should be happy. Because I'm showing I'm this non-controlling nice guy, but they but they're not happy, and we can't understand why. We're just doing as much as we can to please them, and they're not happy. It's and and really, man, I I know a lot of men who are divorced. And it's a similar story. It's like I tried so hard to please her. If I would have known what I could do to please, her, I would have done it, and they end up divorced, and I really don't understand why. And the feedback I get from the book is I as one man said to me, you know, I I, I thought I. I thought I was being the kind of man my wife wanted me to be and only after I got divorced and read this book I understand why my mm. marriage failed and what kind of man I should have been.
0: It must be very rewarding to have this kind of feedback and also some people can change their behavior.
1: Right, right. So that that's really the, the goal is well, either those situations where someone is divorced and wants to get married again or someone who's married and just doesn't understand why their marriage isn't really working to, to really improve their relationship and avoid divorce and save their marriage. That's really the goal. And to prevent so many kids being from uh, broken homes. So, and and also, you know, divorce isn't cheap, you know? <laughs> really, it's, it's devastating emotionally, it's devastating financially. So that's really the goal. So, you know, so on my journey, just getting back to my journey, I started, you know, you know I talked to men, I read books, and it was only when I turned to that wisdom that had been written over the centuries, and that's what I found that for centuries, men have written advice for other men on how to make a marriage work, how to make a relationship work. And the thing that blew me away when I started reading this and learning this is that it coincided with what I heard women say is is lacking in men today. They don't show leadership, they don't make decisions, they don't take responsibility to men today like I was saying they don't want to be accused of being controlling so they think well I'll just let her handle everything I'll let her make all the decisions I'll let her handle all the problems and they don't realize that for a woman that's very frustrating that they she feels as one woman said to me when when I I always have to tell a man what to do it makes me feel like he's a child and I'm his mother and I don't want to be his mother Uh I want a man who can step forward and show his share of leadership. I don't want a controlling tyrant, nobody wants that. But she doesn't want a man who just says, oh, whatever you want, you decide. You know, even single women will say to me, a man asks me out, he says, oh, would you like to go outside tonight? And I say, yes, what did you have in mind? Oh, I don't know, what did you have in mind? What do you want to do?
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> they haven't got a clue and, exactly. and they don't realize. The man thinks I'm being this non-controlling nice guy, but they don't realize to the woman. She thinks, well, we can't even choose a place for a cup of coffee how is he going to handle the challenges that come with marriage and family life so it's it's uh so it just men are really confused and i'm trying to teach them the, the wisdom that for generations fathers and other older male role models used to teach younger men and, and about being a man you know so that they don't end up divorced they don't end up with children from a broken home that's the goal
0: it's a good goal and as you said toxic a masculinity yeah it has been a subject of conversation that has been extremely popular in the past few years so this book is extremely relevant for our current climate yeah absolutely what are the most important things in a marriage
1: okay so for a man because i'm focused on what a man should be and really, what what so many men should be that that they aren't, and they have men have realized that they have to show their share of leadership. Too many men today, and I read stuff you know written hundreds of years ago. It's the same problem. Men think, I'll go out, bring in the money, I'll pay for everything, I'll pay for the house, and I'm being a good husband and father. And I tell men in the books that you, you know you think, <laughs> you think that's not enough for to be a good father and a good husband. You have to know what's going on in your home. You know, you come home, see what's going on, know what problems there are. See, is there a problem that needs your leadership to help solve it? You know, some things your wife can handle, but there's some things, hey, you got, you, it's not being handled. Step forward, and find a solution, implement it, deal with it. You know, is it something you should discuss with your wife? Then talk to her about it. Or is it something, you know, she'd rather you just dealt with on your own? Deal with it. Don't just, don't just wait for her to tell you what to do. You know, I tell men, because men will say to me, oh, but I help out so much, I come home, I Ask her what to do, and I do whatever she tells me to do. And I said, Yeah, that's good, except but that's being a nanny, that's not being a husband and father. Uh-huh. Yes, help, there's you know, especially with young children, it's a lot of work, but at the same time, you got to show your shared leadership. You got to see, see a problem, deal with it. Don't leave it all to your wife to, to uh, handle because she's going to say, I feel like a married single parent. I'm married, but I'm a single parent, I, I don't have a, a, a husband or a uh, and the father of the children doing it, and he, he's just working, bringing in money, that's great, but you need to do more than that.
0: Uh, I I completely agree with you. I have some friends who complain with me about it. And it's refreshing to see how a man <laughs> is focused on improving men's contribution to relationships. And yeah? instead of like placing the blame on women, I know that uh, I as a woman and most of the women I know are always trying to see how we can do better or we feel guilty or what we've done. So it's nice to see this perspective, Elliot.
1: Another <laughs> very important point is you're talking about blaming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> blaming is don't blame your wife. You know, so many men, and I I hear this and so many men do this. They, they, their wife wants something. They think it's not a good idea, but their wife pressures them. They give in, and then it turns out badly, just like the husband thought. And then they blame their wife. And and I tell men, you know, it doesn't matter. It, it, you know, if you gave in, you're responsible. Nobody wants to hear a man say he's a victim of a woman. It it, it makes him look unmanly. But none of that. It's it, it'll damage your relationship with your wife. If you saw it was wrong, you shouldn't have let it go on. And if you let it go on, you gotta deal with it. and Stop blaming, take responsibility. Really, a woman wants to look at a man and see that he takes responsibility for what's going on because it makes her feel safe and protected. If he's not taking responsibility, who is? You know, you're putting it all on your wife, Mm -hmm. she's gonna resent you. And then she's gonna wanna divorce you and you're gonna wonder, why is she divorcing me? I did everything she wanted so
0: Mm, yeah beautifully said your book uh you have a strong character which is the grandfather yeah i know that uh, grandfather and he gives advice to his grandson tell me three words to describe him what would those three words
1: okay just to give some background so the the book is in the form of a story of a grandfather who's been married 50 years teaching his wisdom, this wisdom, to his grandson who's who's having problems in his marriage. So the three words that I would use to describe the grandfather are, so he's wise, he has a lot of wisdom, and he learned this wisdom, and now he's sharing it, he's sharing with, with his grandson, because that's what traditionally older men taught this to, to the younger men. So this is what he's doing, the grandson is teaching this wisdom to his grandson. And, and he's caring, you know. He cares about his family. You know, in your grandfather, you have your your children, your grandchildren. Uh-huh. You, you care about them. They're they're number one to you. They you will do anything for them. So he's very caring, and that's why he wants to help his grandson, you know, improve his relationship and with uh, his wife and avoid divorce. And in and, and the same way, he's giving. Like a lot of grandparents, he, he sees, you know, he's already achieved what he wants to achieve in life. Now he wants everything he can to help his children, his grandchildren, his family, he's giving. So he's really that kind of wise grandfather who cares and gives and just wants the best for his family. And that's why he's helping his grandson. Yeah, his grandson, Michael, the, uh, the one married to Lisa who's having lots of problems.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. And in you, Elliot, what is your advice to any man who is about to get married for the first and hopefully one only time?
1: Well, it's a great question because, you know, I've been to weddings where the father of the groom stands up and says, my advice to you, son, yes, dear. Just say yes, dear. <laughs> or I remember another man, I said to him, I met him in a store. He was buying wine for his wedding. I said, Remember, I don't know you, but here's my advice. Don't forget, you're the man. He said, Oh, no, I I let my wife decide everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, Don't don't realize it's not about being controlling. You got to show your share of leadership. You have to make decisions. You know, if your wife calls you at work and says, What should should she make for supper? Don't say whatever you want. She's asking your opinion. Have an opinion and -hmm. take responsibility. You know, don't don't like break out of the, the, these ideas that we have today that, oh, I'll, I'll be the nicest guy and just do whatever she wants I'm, and I'll make her happy. It, it just, uh, it, it, it doesn't work. So the main thing is realize your wife wants to feel safe and protected with you. So you've got to step forward and be a man, like be the man who, like who knows what's going on in his family, takes charge, not being controlling, it just doesn't leave everything to his wife it's a big big turn off she feels like she doesn't have a man when when uh, you know her husband just stands on the side and waits to be told what to do it's a big big turnoff.
0: yes and this is very good advice because sometimes we idealize the perfect relationship yeah <laughs> and like movies show us these romantic stories and happy endings like we always want to be the princess and but it's nice to be reminded that you are dealing with another person who was raised differently
1: right right but you know like it's interesting the ideas you get movies like you know the the romantic love and but really when you think of the, the in movies where the male role is uh, you know, the woman want this man. He's he's a strong man. He's not I don't know any movies where the the leading man says to the woman, oh, whatever you want, tell me what to do. Just tell me, you decide, you decide. You know, it's 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 a big turnoff. So let me tell you, you know, I women ask me, like, how do I get my husband to be more of, of a stronger man? So here's the situation. So like take basic decisions. So let's say. You want to go to a restaurant, a cup of coffee and or a cup of coffee. And, and he says, well, where do you want to go? And just say to him, you decide and then don't say anything else. And she says, well, I want to tell me what you want I said, "No, I like it when you decide and just encourage him. And if there's something that needs to be done, ask him to do it. Ask him to handle it. If he doesn't handle it the way you want, it's OK. You know, he's probably not going to handle it the way you would handle it because he's a different person, but Don't criticize them unless, unless, uh, you know, he's gonna do something very dangerous or damaging. You know, I I coach a lot of men and they'll say things like, well, I would be a leader if my wife would let me, but my wife has to let me lead. Well, no, you don't don't need her permission. Just take the lead, because that's what she wants. Or men, I tried to lead and she criticized me so much, I just gave up. It doesn't matter, just keep leading. Just keep leading. Maybe when she criticized you, well, maybe she was telling you something valid and you should consider it, or, or maybe she was testing you to see if you really mean it. In any case, she wants you to lead. Just you know, you keep that in mind. She actually wants you to lead. So, if you have these setbacks, keep in mind this is what she wants. Become a be- maybe you need to be a better leader. Think about how, you know, you need to present things in a way so that you'll see that this is for the benefit of the family. Maybe that's what she needs. But just keep in mind, just. She wants you to show your share of leadership. She doesn't want a guy who always says, well, whatever you want, you decide. Tell me what to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. And Elliot, do you have any
1: kids? I have kids. I have two daughters. They're grown up.
0: So you have daughters. But let's say you, you have a boy. So what's your advice to raising young boys so they don't fall into this Toxic masculinity
1: trap. Well, the most important thing in my view, and it's, and it's for daughters too, is really to be a, you know, your actions speak louder than words, to so be a role model of the kind of man you want your son to be. You know, you, do you want your son to be a man who's a woman like he rules his life and he has no life because his wife is ruling over him? No, so you have to be the kind of man that you want your son to be, and you have to be, and you have an opportunity. I have daughters, and this is something I'm very conscious of. You know, I, if I want to influence them that that the kind of man they will choose to be with, I have to be that kind of man. So it's a challenge for me. I have to grow and develop myself to act in the kind of in the way that I want, in the way that would, of being the kind of man I I want to influence my daughters to choose. And I'll tell you, my one of my daughters. Had a boyfriend and she was telling me about him. And she says, Daddy, he has a lot of the qualities that you want from me in a man. I said, Okay, what? And she, she started telling listing them, all a whole bunch of them that I had been telling her, not just one time, like over the years, different times of things that I said that it's important for a man to be. And I said, Boy, you were really listening. And she said, Of course. Yeah. Of course, because she wants that. She wants to learn from her father what it means what what a good man is what it, what things she should look for that indicate a good man so it's a challenge for fathers for both sons and daughters be the kind of man you want your son to be be the kind of man you want your daughters to choose
0: and Elliot, as a speaker who is your main audience like couple men or women
1: well that's a great question so i speak to both like sometimes i'll speak to only men and sometimes I'll speak to both men and women, and you know, you know it's sort of, it's very different. But men, you know, men can all relate to what I'm saying. And when it's a mixed group, I remember one time mm-hmm. I was speaking the, you know, men and women together at a singles event actually. And there was a man and woman sitting next to each other, right in the front of the table, right in front of me. And the man turns to the woman, she says, "That's is that what women want? He's not right, that's not what women want. And the woman says to listen to what he's saying. This is what women want. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
0: what's next for you?
1: Well, what I'm working on next is to do an audio book of this book, and I hope it will be out soon. I'm doing it myself, so I'm learning how to do an audio book. And hopefully it'll be out soon because a lot of people have told me they would like to listen to the book when they're driving. and And also they say, like even if they've read the paperback you know i'd like to hear it again so it reinforces the messages like each each chapter has an important message so they like that being able to listen to it several times while they're driving it will reinforce in their minds what what they have to do how they need to develop themselves Mm
0: -hmm. this is a very good idea very very good idea like i can't drive without being like listening to all your books or listening to podcasts. And it's good that emphasize things that you've already uh, read in the book. Where can we find your book?
1: Okay, the title, Being the Strong Man and Woman Wants: Once, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man, is available as a paperback on Amazon and as an ebook on Amazon Kindle and Kobo and Apple Books. And you can also, you can contact me through my website, which is www.ElliottKatz.com. Now, let me spell Elliot because I don't spell it the usual way. Uh It's E-L-L-I-O-T-T, that's two Ts, K-A-T-Z or Z, depending what country you're from, dot com. And if you write to me, if you have any comments or questions, I'm really happy to help people because really, to me, this is a mission to reduce the number of people getting divorced, a number of children broken homes. So really, am, I, I really want to help. If I can help you, please feel free to contact me. If you email me through my website or or email me directly at Elliot elliottrkatz or z at aol.com, I will send you a, uh, I can send you this, I wrote a I wrote 30 point action plan to being the strong man and woman wants. And it's really questions to ask yourself and by writing down the answers, you have a plan to implement the ideas in the book. And so either email me directly or through my website, and I'd be happy to send that to you. And again, if you have any questions, I also do coaching, but if you know we want to do that, we could do that also. But really, I'm happy to talk to people because really, like I say, so many divorced men I know or have been coaching, they're good people. They're they're good people, and I'm sure their wives are good people. And there's no reason for them to be divorced. I mean, I understand why they're divorced, but it could have been avoided if, you know, I've had lots of men say to me, if I had known this while I was married, I probably wouldn't be divorced today. I've had women say that to me. One woman said, if my husband had understood these crucial truths, our marriage of 38 years would not have disintegrated. So there's ways to, you know, learn, learn, change yourself, to realize how you have to change and, you know, keep your relationship happy and your marriage together. That's really the goal.
0: Elliot, I really appreciate your participation on The Relatable Voice.
1: Okay, thank you very much. I wish you continued success with what you're doing.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please, rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.